Hi, this is Brandon Wells, uh, the third installment of Revealing the Truth podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Last time we talked about remote viewing. We talked about Dr. Uh, Stephen Greer, Carl Jung, General McMonagall. Um, today we're uh, we're going to talk about um, some experiences that I've seen in whenever I was in school and in life in general. Um, one of the things that I'm noticing more and more in the past, I don't know how many years, um, where people they seem to be taking out their frustrations, um, anger and resentment and hostilities of one another. And in case in point was probably a couple of years ago, um, with the election and everything, it's just very disheartening, um, to see people behave in this manner. Um, I always say that we seem to be kind of a reactive society. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, somebody comes to you, angry and bitter and they're taking out their hostilities and their you know issues out on you and not to say that that lets them off the hook by any standards but the bad thing is we react more towards it and it becomes a really a very vicious cycle in you know just living i mean we're you know people are constantly at each other's throats or putting one another down or something and it could be everything based on gender or and i've seen you know because i've seen people do it based on gender or i've seen people do it based on politics or religion or whatever it happens to be the one of the things that i really want for people in general and i'm not saying that i'm immune to this by a long shot i know we've all done it um is stop and sit for a second and say, this person is behaving like this for a reason. Not necessarily because they're angry at me. It could be something that they're going on within themselves. Um, I remember years ago, I was at my um, at, at a job, and we had this, it was at 7 o'clock in the morning, so help me. And I was checking my email on the computer, and I hear this big ruckus, and this guy was flipping out at other employees and just making a big stink. And I'm thinking to myself, how do you get up with that kind of hostility, that kind of rage, and that kind of anger at that early in the morning? I mean, you know, I'm barely awake and. You know, I'm like, oh, God, I'm not really talkative in the mornings. <laughs> not at that hour. Um, and I was just like, I couldn't believe that somebody could come in there with that kind of anger. And, but more and more, you know, people are more angry and more hostile and bitter towards one another. And I really think this goes into the idea of desire. Um, you know, or envy, shall we say. You know, um, I can only be happy if I have this girl, or I can only be happy if I win this gold medal, or I can only be happy if, you know, such and such loves me, or 
you know, that I get this wonderful new car or job or I get this great fur coat or something to that effect. And it seems like we're constantly looking for outward sources to fulfill us in some strange way. And case in point, you know, people looking up, you know, to the heavens, you know, looking at, you know, God, but we think is, you know, a lot of times in society we forget God is a connection. It's or spirituality is a connection. It's like the circuitry and the electrical circuits, and you're trying to plug them all in, and make sure they function correctly. And that's all that is. And if you really, you know, happiness starts from within. It doesn't just happen because you have a great-looking, you know, new car or something. You could have that new car. There are people who have millions of dollars that buy stuff and they're not happy. And why is that? Is it because Possibly, you know, sometimes happiness comes from letting our guards down a little bit more. Kind of, you know, letting, you know, people in a little bit more. Yeah, there's a chance you might get hurt. But the only true courage is being vulnerable. Not invulnerability, not invincibility, but vulnerable. Um, You know, putting yourself out there in order to, you know, um, feel something, you know, to gain something, whether it's new knowledge, whether it's, you know, a, a new hobby or a new food you didn't know or people you didn't, you never otherwise would have become friends with. You know, it goes into the idea of, you know, as I said before, getting out of your comfort zone. I, I can't, I, I hope I'm not coming off as being preachy, by the way. Um, you know, because life is, is and can be really wonderful. If you let it, if you let your guard down enough to smile or to really be happy and, and embrace this beautiful life. I mean, it's going to be bumpy times, but, you know, it goes back to the whole saying that we always used to say, which was, you know, life is what you make it. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be miserable. Life is choice. Anything you want to be, you can be. Um. You know, and, and so whenever we're looking into the, you know, like I said, we're revealing the truth. And I'm not sure if revealing the truth is the proper title at times. I mean, it feels like we're constantly searching for the truth. And it's a constant, ongoing effort. It's, um, you know, as, as I said before, we're all works in progress. Um, I remember this really interesting experience in college. And I think it kind of taught me a lot of where people's heads are sometimes. There was this woman that had this medical issue and she collapsed in front of uh, a friend of mine's at the time, a uh, ice cream shop. And needless to say, this woman was in tears. I mean, this medical condition was freaking her the heck out. And rightfully so. I mean, who would want a condition where you just uh, all of a sudden collapse right in front of something? I mean, that would be terrifying. So anyways, my friend and I got out there and, you know, called the EMTs to come and check her out. We didn't know what was going on. And um, what got me, though, is all these students were bypassing her and walking over her as if she were garbage. And it upset me, shocked me, and I I guess I was taken aback because then it kind of showed at times where some people's heads are. Uh, it could be that we live in a society that has become, at times, self-centered and narcissistic. I remember um, 
seeing this video, I don't know if it was a video footage, or maybe it was, or photographic footage, um, years ago, whenever I had, uh, whenever I was on Facebook, and I think, I'm pretty sure a lot of you probably remember this one, where here's this guy on the bridge, he's getting ready to, you know, jump and commit suicide, and it's on a bridge that is, so help me, on a really big interstate highway, so they had the highway, you know, stopped and everything because of this, and so people were getting out of the cars, you know, taking selfies of themselves. Meanwhile, in the background, you can see this guy getting ready to, you know, plummet to his death. And I'm going, does anybody not notice this situation? It's horrifying situation at hand right in front of them. Meanwhile, they're taking selfies. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, so as a society, we have at times become self-centered narcissistic. So how do we move away from that? How do we, um, you know, get to where we are willing to explore the possibilities of change and the possibilities, you know, of making a better world, quite frankly. You know, Mahatma Gandhi always said, be the change you wish to see in society. And, you know, I like to think that I'm attempting to do that. You know, whether it's me diving deep into, you know, things like quantum physics or UFOs or whatever it happens to be. I think that through this, through learning and through knowledge and uh, things of that nature, we can really, truly get to where we're more, I don't want to say enlightened, but we're, we're more compassionate or we're more understanding of others. Um, I think we're far, far too willing and too quick to judge others based upon our lack of information or based on what we perceive as being the truth and the accurate truth. And as I said, you know, truth is very, very subjective. Um, one, somebody's truth may not be my truth and vice versa. And that's okay. Um, you know, that's just, that's just life. You know, nobody's going to be on the same page. Nobody's going to like the same stuff. God, if if we if we are all on the same page, if we all did like the same stuff, it would be a very very boring place at times. Sad but true. I see people every day who say that they hate people, and I'm like, you must hate yourself because you know you're a person is an individual, but you know, people is a collective, you know, collective whole, collective unit. We start. We need to start. I guess you could say looking within ourselves to figure out what we can do and change and become better human beings and better evolved. I remember um, years ago, somebody asked me if I believed in evolution, and I think I was being sarcastic whenever I looked up and I said, not for everybody. And in retrospect, it's kind of, I don't want to sit there and say that that's the truth, but it might just be my perception of the truth at that time. Because... I think if we back away from things, you know, whether it's, you know, just to get a different perspective or get a different conscious about it or to go and say, well, I don't really know that subject that greatly. Let me do a bit of research on it and then I can get back to you and let you know what it is that I do think about it or I do feel about it. And I'm not just talking reading one book. I'm talking like really diving deep and really reading stuff and 
learning self. And, you know, I always have had this wonderful expression where I have said, the minute you say you're an expert on something is the minute you know nothing. So for anybody that says that they're an expert on something, I'm always like, let's learn a little bit more before you speak. Um, <laughs> but um, when somebody is does say that they're an expert on something, I do at least want to hear what they have to say about that topic. So it's kind of a weird double-edged sword. You know, um, whenever I think about that situation that I mentioned in college, I um, I want to say, you know, whenever you pass somebody who possibly is homeless or possibly you think this person might be this, that, or the other, Try not to judge them too quickly. Um, you never know what kind of things that they have gone through in their life to even get to that point. They might be some of the most monstrous, horrific things you could never imagine in a million years. And I know that um, a lot of people want to go into saying, well, you know, I'm not going to give homeless people money because they just need to go get a job. Getting a job for some people is not that easy. Um, getting them out of their addiction is not that easy. If it were, everybody would do it, right? And if somebody's addicted to something, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever, you got to think they're trying to mask some sort of pain. They're trying to mask some sort of horrible situation that they endured. And it left, left a, you know, a footprint on them, if as it were, no pun intended. Uh, traumatic you know, footprint. I mean, they've always told people who've gone through abuse, uh, mental and emotional, or you know, let me phrase this, physical abuse, that the mental and emotional abuse is far more insidious and far more pervading than any violence that has ever occurred to them. You know, people can heal from broken bones and bruises. I mean, you know, just look at somebody who's fallen off a bicycle or a skateboard and broken a bone or two or fallen out of a tree. You know, that's not necessarily a form of physical violence. It's just they got hurt doing something fun. Um, but, you know, whenever somebody is, say, tossed through a window by their significant other, a parent or whatever, that emotional violence is much more lasting than for somebody who fell off a skateboard or off of a bicycle because it's somebody that, you know, initially they, they, they you know, loved and cared about. And it's traumatic to see, you know, that kind of thing in a person. And it's long-lasting. It might last decades just getting over that situation, you know? And... So when somebody ends up on drugs or alcohol, you know, you have to understand that it's a form of, you know, it's a, it's a disease, you know, it's, and we live in a very addictive society. So, I mean, you know, obviously people think drugs and alcohol, but it could be shopping is a big example of that, or heck, even video game addiction. I mean, I once heard about a guy who was so addicted to War Warcraft that his wife left him. I'm like, that's bad. That's really bad. Um, you know, Americans are known for the excess of things. Um, 
in other countries, I don't know how they handle addiction, but I do know that in the U.S., we have one of the most addictive societies ever. You know, whether it's porn, whether it's video games, whatever you could think of, you know, plug in, you know, whatever scenario you're thinking. It could be, you know, interrupting or thinking that you're always right. It could be that. I mean, it's not just in, um, you know, physical things. It could be in mental and emotional things. You may be addicted to certain emotions that are triggered, you know, based on certain stimuli. And so it's kind of like, you know, a meth or a crack addict where they're addicted to that particular emotion. Like, I'm addicted to always being angry or something, you know. Or if you talk to people and you find you meet somebody who's constantly, you know, angered and you ask them what they're angered about, and it's usually something from way back in the past. It wasn't something just happened as in five minutes ago. It's usually like, I'm angry from this, that, and the other. I'm like, how long are you going to be reactive and angry and we all react to everything don't think that we don't but the exam the the question is how long do you want to react how long do you want to let it affect your health or how long are you going to give that particular circumstance that person whoever upset you your power over your body about how you're feeling or how you're functioning is your blood pressure raising up or whatever it happens to be So, so it's very interesting what the human mind can do. I mean, you can sit there and start thinking about, you know, something really beautiful and really wonderful, and you can get a smile on your face at the same time. You can also think of something really horrific and get angered or start, you know, start to tear up or something based on a certain memory behind a certain song or something to that effect. I once knew um, somebody... Um, I was friends with and we decided to go to this restaurant. I had no idea that this is where her, um, that she had a boyfriend who had dumped her at this restaurant. I had no clue. And needless to say, she wouldn't get out of the car. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt like such a jerk. I had no idea. And, um, and mind you, it wasn't that she you know, she communicated that to me later. And, I was, and I'm like, oh, okay, crap. <laughs> um, but, this, you know, it's, so it's almost like as a society, we're addicted to so much, you know, as emotional baggage, I guess you could say. You know, we're, we're constantly wanting to go back to something. Or we're constantly fixated upon this particular incident or that particular incident. I guess what I'm hoping is eventually that people will you know, really learn how to communicate to each other. Really learn how to you know, lift, lift each other up. Um... Mind you, I am going to be talking about some different stuff, probably my next podcast um, episode. I'm going to be going into some different directions. Um, but it's, like I said, if you see somebody that behaves in a certain manner, 
just feel compassion towards them. Don't just react initially. I know that's our reflexive thing that we all do, and I'm not saying that I haven't done it. I am saying, you know, let's really evolve. Let's really change the landscape of how we do things. Um, I'm hoping this will be by the... Well, I don't want to say, to say the last podcast that I kind of get on my soapbox a little bit about. But um, I guess just being here in the present moment, not fixated upon the past, not necessarily, you know, in the future moment, but now. Although, I, I mean, I know it's difficult whenever we're still trying to put out that information, that energy that we will have this, that, or the other, you know, that we'll be able to achieve things. And it's, so it's like a really, it's, it's like walking a tightrope and everything. You know, you're putting out the information to the universe that you want to achieve this goal or do this or do that. At the same time, you're also starting to trying to be present and not go back to the past, being in love with this the past where it might be have been horrific or you end up in the same pattern relationships or the same job type of things or whatever and it's it's one of those things where you know you just want to like say okay this is what I want out of my future this is what I would like to have but in the meantime I'm going to still be present in the moment because if you're not present in the moment obviously you know accidents happen hello if you don't believe me look at people's driving habits during the holiday time when everybody's in such a rush there's no need to be in that rush if somebody doesn't get such and such for christmas i promise you if they love you they're gonna love you no matter what okay it's not about that um it is however about you know really putting yourself out there, really trying to be there for others. It is really trying to be, you know, about the idea of giving back. You know, whether it's joining a soup kitchen or whether it's, you know, teaching, uh, you know, uh, I, I used to have a friend of mine, she actually used to do story time in um, at a bookstore. And I thought that was really cool, especially for like little kids and everything. It was really cool. Um, you know, and I thought that was wonderful, you know, that she was the type of person that would do that. And I was like, I want to be more like that. I want to be able to say that I've given back, that I've, you know, tried to help others. That I've, you know, it wasn't just about me, that it never was. And I think that comes a sense of, you know, humility, um, a sense of um, purpose, <laughs> as it were. Anyways, um, looks like we're coming towards the end of another podcast here almost. Um, next time, um, I have a, you know, the, the, if I could talk right, the next podcast that I do, it's going to be on something completely different. Um, I got to do a little research for it, but no big deal. Um, Thank you again so much for joining me um, and revealing the truth. And together, hopefully, we can find the, at least find the truth of some things. Maybe not all things. It's an ongoing effort. But, hey, that's how we live life, right?
All right. Well, and um, until next time, thank you for you know listening to my podcast. Thank you for um, you know wanting to reveal more of the truth of things. Who knows? Next time we might be talking about a book called Old Souls that I read years ago. It's about documented evidence of children who remember their past lives. Really cool stuff. It's from India. All right. Thank you again. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.